Thanks for lending me your ear. And we start out with some surprising news. Apparently, Samsung's latest SSD, the 990 Pro, is failing very fast. Or, you know, this is a brand new item. So people have been surprised that when they run the SSD health checker on it, suddenly the health has dropped dramatically in a short period of time and without much copying or transferring going on from the drive. Surprising to me at least because if you caught our video last time on the brands that we have found you can rely on based on how many we've sold and how many we've come back, Samsung SSDs are actually flawless, at least in our record. We've sold hundreds and none of them have come back. Really the gold standard of SSDs. So this that's what makes this so surprising. Although in an upside for Filipino consumers, it's not like we can get the 990 Pro here. I haven't seen it on any of our supply lists. The best we can get is the 980 Pro. And I don't quite know why Samsung hasn't released it yet here in the local market. Or if they have, but our suppliers have been holding out on us. Samsung is quite popular, also quite pricey. Alam ng mga tao, alam ng market na mahal siya, pero you're getting the quality that you're paying for. No word yet on exactly what's going on, but mabilis masira yung 990 Pro, but we'll definitely take a look because we do actually want to stock it in the shop. But maybe we should wait for version 2 or the updated version or whatever it is they need to do to solve this particular problem. Not Uncommon these days where a new product line suddenly has teething problems or yung bagong bago tapos, you know, it's not quite smoothed out yet. We've seen that, of course, in the 40 series of NVIDIA, the 7900 XTX series of AMD, and now Samsung and their SSDs. But we have new products and we have old products. One old product that we'll be seeing less of, sadly, is Windows 10. At the end of this month, January 31, Microsoft will officially remove Windows 10 from its digital storefront. So you can still download it, I'm surmising, and you can still activate it using some other means, namely our sponsor. Again, <laughs> if you've watched one of our videos or some of our videos, you know which sponsor we're talking about, and we do actually use them for the shop. It's just that you, they won't be directly available from Microsoft anymore. Microsoft's push to have us migrate or have consumers migrate to Windows 11, something I personally am a little hesitant about. I feel that I'm a little old already and it taxes my brain a little to have to figure out a new UI and a new OS. Yes, it's still Windows, but you know there are substantial differences between 11 and 10. And I just really don't want to get into it. So I'm holding out as long as possible <laughs> for Windows. You know, I'm, I'm comfortable with Windows 10 and I'm going to hold out on this platform as long as possible. And to be honest, guys, for a long time, my Windows wasn't even activated. I mean, I did activate it eventually using a CD key from CD key offers. But for a long time, my Windows wasn't activated. It is a bit annoying, especially in some Microsoft games like Halo where the watermark of please activate Windows is present. But if you're kind of cheap like me and you're willing to put up with some annoyances, um, you can fully use the Windows Windows 10. Windows now is fully functional even without updating it. Although we have had questions before from some customers that their employers, their online, you know, they mostly work online and it's their employers, usually multinational companies, that require them to have activated Windows 
And that's something, you know, work-related that you might want to consider if you want to go down the activated path. Moving on to GPUs, the 4070Ti has not been received well critically. So a lot of critics feel like it's overpriced for the performance you're getting. But that hasn't hurt sales. At least in Germany, the 4070Ti is reportedly selling quite well. And this jives with the sales data that we are seeing as well here. We've gotten a bunch of inquiries for the 4070Ti. So it seems like consumers aren't really turned off by the bad critical or the the response of the critics na mahal to, masyado siyang overpriced. Because at the end of the day, the 4070Ti is still cheaper than the existing 4080 and 4090s. And really, yun yung habol ng tao na I'm gonna get a 40 series card but at a cheaper price. So the, yung parang galit nung critics and yung mga people on YouTube regarding the card hasn't really trickled down to the mass market where people apparently just seem to be happy being able to get a 40 series card the cheapest option for a 40 series card, even though medyo mahal pa rin siya. And I guess NVIDIA's strategy has worked na nasanay na yung mga tao na sobrang mahal mga GPU. So when they see like a 55,000, 60,000, 4070 Ti, they're like, oh, sulit na yan. Another card that's doing well, especially here, is the 7900XTX or the latest flagship of AMD. It's very hard to find both in retail stores and dun sa mga suppliers. So definitely, there is a demand for something that's high-performing but not at the NVIDIA price level. And the 7900XTX was actually generally well-received by critics na if you don't need the latest and the greatest RTX performance, then the 7900XTX actually does have a lot of gas in the tank or kumbaga, maganda naman performance niya. But you just can't compare it really to the latest and greatest 4090 of NVIDIA. But... Consumers are okay with that, uh, at least based on the sales. Um, very difficult to find in-store, very difficult to find on the supplier side. And the controversy regarding a bad batch na it doesn't cool well because it may cool the liquid inside the vapor chamber, that doesn't seem to have affected sales. So not much really going on in the news front. I will end with some content coming out of China. So it's a female vlogger. She brought her... Decent, I mean, it's a very high-end rig, 13900K and I think a 4090 GPU. She basically brought it to like a super cold place in China. It's like nev negative 50 degrees or something like that. And she had it running overnight out in the snow. And yung parang the video is what kind of performance can you get from that? It's very difficult for me to actually assess because the video is pure Mandarin. It's not on YouTube. It's on another video site, which is for Chinese um, but I, I just wanted to mention it here on the podcast because it's so interesting the aesthetic of video. I mean, obviously, it's professionally done. Like, they had budget to bring out... One, it's a fancy rig. Two, they had the capability to bring it out to this really cold place. Apparently, they took a plane. Pa. And three, obviously, the editing is professionally done or yung, yung yung amateur type of editing not like the way I edit, kumbaga, where it's just like, oh, basta maraming cuts, okay na. I mean, you know, a lot of B-roll, cut the B-roll. Ito talaga, like there are sound effects and there are animations and 
yeah, the cuts are also quite fast, so the the viewer doesn't lose interest. And then there's a lot of text. There are a lot of characters on screen which constantly change. So I don't know if the video site is overlapping the comments onto the video itself, which is a really weird. Like you'd never see that in the West. You'd never see YouTube doing that. Na you're watching a video, tapos you can see the comments on the video itself. And I think video creators in the West would find that format uh, obtrusive because that's yung actual video. What if they wanted to put some graphics there or something? But it's this really kind of frenetic style that you associate with Japanese videos and I guess now Chinese videos as well. A format that we couldn't copy here because we're used to a more Western-style approach to video making uh, where admittedly it's cleaner but it's talaga grabe parang it's like there's just, there's so many characters on screen they're constantly changing the cuts are also very quick um and i don't understand mandarin so i'm just relying on the the english description of the video but overall very fascinating to see like computer content and yet at the same time some of it is recognizable that kind of desire to Go to a cold place to see how far you can boost your system. And even some of the equipment used. I mean, aside from the CPU and the GPU, I spotted the NHP1 or the NAHP1. I forget the exact specification, but Noctua's passive air cooler, which we reviewed last year. So, yeah, you know, it's it's like a mix of the old... It's like a mix of the familiar and the bizarre. <laughs> um and it's a lady vlogger and she's, you know, she's in this really parka-type jacket because it's super cold there. And yet when the camera zooms into her, she has blue eyes. And you're wondering, Asian, but blue eyes are these contact lenses. So the visuals are really interesting. The concept is interesting enough. I mean, not something we can replicate here. But, you know, you can see why it would be of interest. But overall, the video for me was just really surprising just in terms of like I, you know, we make videos as well, and the style is just so different. And yet, at the same time, you can really see the effort that they put into it. So, props to that particular content creator. That was out of left field for me, pero uh, I enjoyed it, even though I couldn't understand most of it. Thanks for downloading the podcast. Thanks for listening. See you again. Have a good weekend or have a good day whenever you're listening to this and. We'll catch you again next week.